I woke up fired up today, man. You did wake up fired up. You're saying you're fucking firing them off. I was firing it off. And you know what? I got to say, man, like it's not very often these days I'm making gear acquisitions, right? Um, you're pretty you're pretty locked in with what you've got. I found something, you know, last month that really it, it tickled my eggshell. Is that a thing? Mm, I don't know. You know, you get the little tickle in the back of your eggshell, and you're just like, I'm, I think I want that. And then it becomes a full-blown oh, obsession. Do. And it doesn't mm. happen immediately. It, it goes over a week, two weeks, a mm-hmm. month. A little slow burn. And I sent it to you, and I was like, and I think you helped with the acceleration of this, because uh, I sent it to you, and you were like, you should just buy it. I think you were in a mood where you, I think you had just bought a, a tube screamer, which we might talk about uh, oh, today sure. as well. But you were like, yeah, you got to treat yourself t- sometimes, you know. <laughs> I do. So we haven't. We've been teasing the audience. We yeah. haven't mentioned what it is, but I, <clears throat> I'll say that it, it was, it was a cool. I mean, for the price that they're asking and the condition and what you'd get, I, the, I would buy it. You know, mm-hmm. if I was in the market for this particular thing, which I'm, you can just you can say what it is now. Yeah, it's the uh, the cork the cork tube screamer. No, no, no. The thing you bought or were trying to buy. Oh. You haven't even mentioned what it is yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I. Uh, it's it's an acoustic. I don't need an acoustic guitar, but I found an acoustic that I really like. It's a lawsuit era, which you know you some love of you the lawsuit stuff man. may know that I'm I'm obsessed with lawsuit stuff, especially the stuff that's really well done. There's mm-hmm. shit out there for sure. Um, but this is a Hondo. Oh, early- let, let's press pause for a second. Yeah. and be clear, most of it is shit. But most how, of it. But but if you do it long enough and and you go for usually, frankly, mm-hmm. the older stuff, yep. you can find some badass. Stuff. Absolutely. Sorry. And Continue. no, no, you're absolutely right. And I would say you know, over half of it is shit, you know, 75% of it. But, yep. um, and this could be shit too. I've never played this guitar. Um, it looked legit. It looked good It looked to pretty me. cool, I've, man. And, and we've, you can kind of tell after, like you can usually look and be like, oh, that's going to be, that's going to be a Hank's hanger that's yep. going on a wall or that's going to be a player. Well, and here's the other thing. So I guess I'll get into what it is. It's a lawsuit era, uh, Martin copy. Right. And it's got, you know, binding on the neck, which I thought was pretty cool. It, it looks it's like a Martin. It was basically like a D28, I think. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was a D28 copy. I don't even know shit about Martins. You're the Martin guy, you know, and I and I even sent it to you and I was like, this is pretty cool for like 300 bucks, right? I think it was less than 300, wasn't it? No, he he wants to get 350 shipped. Ah, shit. By the That's way, right, I, right. I hope he's listening to this because I honestly don't even care. But like yeah. he wants to get 350 shipped. Now, I did kind of a dirtbag move. What happened? I'll be honest. I originally messaged him and said, would you be, I'm local. You know, I said, I'm, he's in, uh, in Chicago. We're, we're both in Chicago in the actual city too. Not mm-hmm. like, you know, in the suburbs. And I was like driving to like, Southern yeah, Wisconsin. I'm not going to drive to like Woodstock, Illinois to, you know, do a trade. But you know, I was basically like, Hey man, um, would you be interested? And he, I saw he had sold some bass stuff. So I figured either he has a rehearsal space or maybe he plays some bass or has a studio or whatever. And I was like, w- you, would you be interested in this Mark bass head? It's a backup head. I have, you know, it's worth about 350 street, 300. I figured it'd be a straight up trade if he wanted it. Yeah. Um, and I threw it Doesn't out there hurt to ask the guy never responded. He just straight up never responded. And, and that happens. I mean, the, the no response fine. to the trade thing does happen. It's fine. Like it's, I don't, you know, I get it. And it was on reverb. So it's, it's kind of shady, but he also had it listed on Facebook and I maybe even Craigslist. So I thought he was trying to get rid of this thing. So I was like, Hey, you could at least respond and be like, I'm not interested, you know, whatever cash, this and that I would have done that. You know, I would have said, I'm not interested in the trade, but here's some cash or, you know, what do you got? And, uh, so last night I messaged him and I was like, Hey man, here's what I'll do. And I'll come pick it up. You don't have to worry about shipping. Honestly, let's be honest. It's 2021. We're all trying to get around fees right now. You know, reverb fees are through the roof now. I think they're like five or six percent. They're going up. Man. It's yeah, it's five. And, then, you know, there's all the other stuff. Anyways, and I'm, sure. I'm not trying to be shady and skirt around like, you know, what we're trying to do. But you, you saw want, it on Facebook. I think, you know, there's an argument that could be made either. It way was on Facebook. You're not purely, purely shady here. And actually, to be fair, like I would have actually messaged him through Facebook. But the uh, I lo- I couldn't find the ad. Facebook makes mm. it very hard to search for things. I don't know. I just couldn't find it. I went into the marketplace. I don't remember if it was one of the five or six, you know, marketplace threads that I follow. All that all of the same fucking name. Yeah, they all have the same name. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to search and sit here and spend, you know, an hour of my day. So I, I found it on Reverb and I was like, hey, man, bang, I'm down the street. Let's do a deal. And uh, he messaged me back at like one in the morning last night and was like, hey, man, I'm not interested in that deal. Um, I'm in the hospital and I just had a kit. 
you know, a boy or something. And I was like, Whoa. Oh, well that's like too much information, man. Like, and and I just point, had a, like to, the sex of the child. I mean, clearly he's just excited about that, but that is a pretty strange detail to share. I've never met this guy. I mean, I don't know right. this guy. I guess, I guess we're connected on the fact that he has a guitar that I want and uh-huh. we live in the same city, you know? Yeah. So he's probably like a bear's fan Best buds right there. Yeah. Totally. Did we just become best friends? Um, yup. Anyways, long story short, long story long. I, so you're uh, a little salty about this still. I'm a little salty because that he didn't respond to my initial offer. Well, now you know the dude was probably, and then he doesn't even want my cash offer. So now I'm thinking this guy's just like, "Fuck you!" He doesn't want. Well, that's the part I don't understand. I mean, well, here's the deal: like, if you've got stuff on Reverb, and if anybody that's ever had a Reverb store, all you gotta do there's like a little little button you just click, and it's like, "Oh, my store is like currently closed." Yeah, and so it's like not accepting all. Exactly, I'm away. Whatever. Um, You know, I I gotta say I. I, I understand where you're coming from because as someone that's also in the throes of like deeply gassing over something right now and I'm not getting the response I want, it does make me upset. But, yeah. you know, the dude did just have a fucking kid. So, like, man, it's, you got to give him a little bit of slack, I guess, on that. The, though, I, I, guess. Say, I don't understand I mean, the not the wanting truth, to sell the thing. He might be a total psychopath. And, could and be a total psychopath. having a baby, which would be so messed up. That would be super But at the weird. same time, also, I'm not maybe like, at that point, I didn't you, go you like, might be saving yourself from a little fucking, a little potential a murder situation if the guy is a yeah. psycho and you're trying to drive over to his house and get a guitar from him you're absolutely right i it, the whole thing might have worked out in the best interest now let I me ask know. you this let me ask you this have you ever done this exact thing and you didn't get the deal you wanted do you scour the internet you find it somewhere else because that's a, that's a great question honestly because it's something i'm going through at this exact moment and, and what i'm <laughs> and turn, we don't have to get into details but, no, uh, we can. And you know what? It's fine. We, we're going to get into it. This well, is what we talk about. I will here, tell you so, real quick before yeah. I wrap this up because I want to show No, well, to... I, let me answer your question. Let me answer your question. Yeah, first. okay. I do look, but I think you and I are in a similar boat in that the things that we tend to really deeply want are not things that are immediately accessible all the time mm-hmm. you know we're, we you, for for better or worse we're fucking snob assholes and have been around the block and get more excited by the weird shit you know it's like after you've been doing i don't know nipple clamps for a couple of years all of a sudden that doesn't <laughs> got to go turn you on as much you gotta go with the gotta go with the whole thing or maybe uh, check out the rear entrance you yeah. know so i same way it's like when when but to answer your question i do look and often never come close to find what i'm looking for to find what yep. i'm looking for and then that just makes me want the original and thing, and, and how often have you missed out on a deal that you didn't just take it for what it was and then you can't find oh, it and end regret. up spending more money to make up for that regret Happens moral all the time. moral here if, if, if it seems too good to be true it probably is also if it seems like something that you're not going to find again you probably won't you should probably just so you know if it's an extra trade. 50 bucks or something Maybe just do it. You know, if you can swing it. You know, you shouldn't if be you buying. If you can swing it, if, you right. shouldn't be buying something if fifty dollars is the difference between, you know, having it and not having it. And I'm realizing that. But oh, here's what I was going to say. But, it's, but this isn't totally your fault. I can't blame this on you. I, like, no, the, I kind of don't like this guy should, now. As a seller, you should also the the other advice is as a seller, just like take that shit seriously. There's every deal you make, there is another person on the other end of that deal that you're dealing with. And, so and, just treat them like a person. I don't really want to see this guy now. Like I'm kind of like you're, you're you know, like, con- fuck you. I'm not gonna say congrats on having a baby because it's just <laughs> I don't like I don't know you, dude. You're not gonna send him a cigar. No, and I'm like I was trying to do a deal. You have something listed, and you know you didn't get back to me two weeks ago, and then you got back to me at one in the one a.m. and you're like I had a baby. I'm in the hospital. We can't do a deal. That's suspect. Why two weeks and then right after you have a baby? Like why are you replying to emails Maybe, then? I don't, like, I don't, don't know. Don't you need sleep? Maybe he's well. He better get used to it. Uh, yeah, because you're not going to be sleeping much. But, you know, uh, anyways, I, I found another deal in California. I you might did. actually offer this guy what I would have paid to have him ship the exact same guitar to me. So where did you do? Was it in, uh, on Reverb? Yeah. Yeah, it's on Reverb. There's actually mm. two listings on Reverb for this one guitar. They're right around the same price. And I'm thinking about just even spending more. Just, just to say, fuck it. Spend a little more to have it shipped and and get. Dude, the you want it now? There is almost I nothing you can do. It, but about here's the that. problem, man. And I've never bought. Uh, let me ask you this: I've never bought an acoustic via mail. I've never had an acoustic mm-hmm. shipped or yeah, anything like that. I've done that. it a few times. And and I know acoustics. You know, I'm comfortable with a, a standard like a Strat setup or a Tele or whatever. Um, I'm not comfortable setting up an acoustic. You know, I feel like that's something. So if if it comes to you and it's shit, especially if it's used. You're going to have to get it set up. You might have to drop a couple hundred bucks to get that done, right? 
Well, yeah, I, I, that's true about any, honestly, any guitar you buy online. Uh, but if you're not comfortable doing the work yourself, then yeah, of course there's that's added more expense. what I'm saying. Like there's, you know, I, I'll crank the truss and check it out, but I'm not going to like try to mess with the bridge. You're not shaving and... the bridge now. Yeah. You know, and, the, and that, that's the other thing too, is especially with old, old acoustic guitars, yeah. there's so many things that can go wrong on especially internally that you don't even see. Yeah. Exactly. Like bracing, weird bracing issues right. and all that stuff. So I honestly, that's something that anytime I've bought <clears throat> an, you know, I've only really, again, to go back to the uh, arrogant uh, elitist bullshit, I've only bought old acoustic guitars online. So that's where I'm, anytime yeah, that that's, that's happened, I've taken them. If, if it you wasn't almost instantly know in your brain, I take it to the, you have to like, I buy Martins. So I take it to the only certified vintage exactly. Martin shop in Chicago. And Here's that's the thing. just part of it. If I buy a $300 lawsuit, you know, Hondo Martin copy, which is really cool guitar. But if it doesn't play great, as soon as I get it, I'm going to be really bummed out. Like it's gonna. Well, really first of all, I, you you got me, so I can I can absolutely at the very least do all the external stuff on That's an acoustic true. guitar. But That's if we, you know, you can tap around and we could throw a mirror in there and to see if there's any bracing issues. But you know what though, if 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 it if it if that is an issue and you love the guitar, then I don't see the problem with spending a little money right. to get it fixed. Like right. why not just make it be the thing that you want it to be? Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely you're going right. through the expense. Plus, the nice thing is if you're buying it on reverb and it does come and it's not what you want, you've you're got allowed fire to protection. They do so have you can protection. Send that shit yeah. back. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's a good point. I think you I should do that, it. I love that, man. Well, man, I feel like that Actually, was a send rant, me the link. I, I haven't off- looked at it yet. Uh, I want to see if I want to see if there's anything that jumps out to me that looks weird before you uh, throw some money at it. Yeah, but, and it's uh, not a ton of money, but it's enough to be like. Okay, you know, I could have bought something else with this money. You know, it was like one of those Dude, situations. Absolutely, opportunity cost. Um, All right, man, that was a nice. That was a nice. Way I, you to know, come I feel like hot. I got something off my chest. I feel better, man. I feel a little good. therapeutic, a little little Friday morning therapy here. Well, you know what? Let's just do a podcast because I guess we're sort of already doing that doing already. It. Anyways, we'll see how much of that hot ass spicy take makes it into the show here, which is Gearbuds Podcast. Hi, hey, episode ninety four. I'm Henry. You're Dave. What's up? Yo, dude, it's just the two of us today. Uh, we can um, like let our hair down a little bit. We were so uh, we were originally supposed to have uh, another guest this week, who unfortunately has fallen ill. We've rescheduled. Uh, feel better, but uh, so we've decided just to throw it, throw it down, do ourselves a nice little shorty duo cast, chop it up. We usually do every couple, two or three uh, episodes. I guess this is every other at this point. So yeah, that's fine. You just got to listen to our stupid ass and check for a out while. next week. You know, we'll have a guest on, and it'll be uh, oh, we will, and it is going to be a super exciting one because uh, it's a someone from a company that uh we've already been talking about a lot recently so yeah. that's very exciting all right dude let's just do this episode 94 great number love the number 94 maybe it's just because i was 10 that year i don't know why it just seems like a great year uh symphony of corrections let's do this shit here's your weekly reminder that cables are tone tubes thank you so 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 very much for listening to this we've I don't know if you've been noticing, Dave, but we've been acquiring a lot of new listeners oh, and really? friends on the internet recently. Uh, so welcome to all of you. Hello. Uh, I think many came through with that super fucking epic John Nunez episode oh, from my God. last week, too. So, um, yeah, hell yeah. That was – if you haven't, go back and check it out. It, you know, Give yourself a little bit of time. It's a, it's a big one. I think it might be our longest episode of all time. I haven't double-checked that. So good. I feel like we could have him on again and, and do another full episode with him. We are going to have him on again. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, w- I wasn't joking when I said at the end of that one, if anybody ever even made it that far, which I know some people did. Uh, <laughs> I had g- genuine, and you saw, I had like a whole other full page worth of questions yeah. about stuff. And, you know, he's just such a gregarious, uh, interesting dude. Good that storyteller. I just had to let man. him go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rack on tour for days. So. Thanks, John. That was awesome. Um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Gearbuds Podcast. Subscribe, Spotify, Apple. I have something, an actual correction for the Symphony of Corrections that comes from literally weeks ago. I don't even know how many at this point, but I just keep forgetting to throw it in here. And that is, uh, I don't, again, don't even remember which episode it was, but stupidly, uh, we referred to, or I referred to, I should say, the owner uh, and creator of the Klon, the Klon pedal, oh. uh, Bill Finnegan. I called him Mike, Mike oh. Finnegan. So his name's oh. Bill. Uh, you know, it's you know, sorry about four that. letter name. I think was, you were close. I was close, and actually, there is a dude that I've met that is also named Mike Finnegan. So that was kind of the confusion oh, there. I have a correction from a few weeks ago as well. I just remember. What do you got? Uh, Madonna's name is actually Madonna. Dude, okay, we talked about it last week, didn't we? No. Yeah, we no because Balthazar, that we did because Balthazar uh, gave a correction, or maybe we didn't get there. 
I don't think we got there, man. <laughs> we got a. I had a number of people reach out to me and be like, uh, "Listen, dummy, fucking Madonna was du- Madonna." And, and she had a last much name. Than I that, mean, she so had like didn't a full say name that way, and all that stuff. But yeah, her first right, name exactly. was Madonna. So. Uh, all right, gearwoodspodcast.com slash free stuff. Nothing. Wait, I thought I I do have a thing for this week. I was going to say I didn't have anything. I do Ooh, have a thing. I found a plug-in from, a, it seems like an independent developer going by Digital Systemic, and it's called Giant Verb, and it's just this like really cool giant reverb sound. Oh, cool. Um, and, it, and it's, you know, it's hosted on a Google site. You know, it's not even like a super, you know, it's free, obviously, it's, mm-hmm. it's free stuff, but like it's not even hosted on some like fancy company page. So it's a little you know, maybe rougher around the edges than like, say, you know, a Waves plugin or something like that, but it still sounds really good and uh, highly recommend it. So okay. we'll have that up on the site for you to check out. Uh, ooh, dude, you know what time it is. Touching tips. Touching tips with Dave. Uh, I've got a tip. Do you have a tip? No, I like. What do you got? Oh well, I, this is this is maybe more trivial than a tip. Mm. But I've been doing a lot of learning about finishes lately. Ooh, do you know? I love talking finishes. What the color is called? The dark color in a Fender Sunburst. The outer edge. The outside. The outer edge. I yeah. thought it was black. So did I, my friend. It is not black. Prepare to have your fucking bl- brain blown out of your face. Okay. The on every burst fender that that with with the like three color sunburst for instance or the two color sure. when it goes from the out the dark on the outside to lay on the inside mm-hmm. that outside color is dark Salem which is a brown. Oh. So if you see I there's this guy I can't remember his name now. Uh, it's I think his channel might just be called Color. There's a, a one of the Fender Custom Shop paint sprayer dudes mm-hmm. i don't know what his title is has a youtube channel i've been watching a lot and he's giving like he's he'll, he just goes through the whole process of, of spraying all these different finishes and so that he's like here's all you people you probably all think that this is black and then he sprayed it on yeah just like the white side and you can see it is definitely of just a very dark brown um, so dark salem i did is not the name of the color i mean i guess it makes sense now that i think about it it's in the color spectrum of like yellow orange brown yep not black but it looks really black especially on old stuff you see a 65 Strat or something, especially when they take the neck off and you can see the paint stick on the inside. It's It looks black, but it you know it's probably just aged and it's dark you know, Salem Brown. As dark as it gets. Uh, dude, also, um, and this is sort of di- indirectly related. Did you know that brown is not a real color? Whoa. Wait, what? So, like, think about the color spectrum. Roy G. Biv, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do you see brown in there? Yeah, it has to be. It's like you colors, don't. right? When you mix, it's very difficult to explain and uh, beyond the scope of this podcast. But I've done also a lot of learning about this recently. Recently, and it turns out brown, all brown is, is a shade of orange. There is no yeah. actual real color brown, and it turns out that color is purely uh, a matter of language. Like, uh, depending on where you're from in the world, they might not even have certain words for certain colors or, or throughout history. So, okay. um, yeah, brown isn't a real color. So. Put that That's in good to know. Um, yeah. Wait, I have one more tip. I, I do have a tip now. I have a tip yeah. off your tip. Um, if you're looking for a good refinish person and they do a legit sunburst, that's the guy you want to go to. You know what, what I mean? mean? Like sunburst is the hardest thing to, to do mm. when people can refinish guitars. You know, you can spray it. You know, a single color is, is real easy. But uh, somebody who can do a legit sunburst that actually blends. Uh, that is who you'd want to go to. Well, dude, I got to tell you, I agree. But also on the flip side of that, I'm suffering from that, um, you know, <clears throat> entitled white man syndrome where because I've watched <laughs> a lot of this on the internet, I really feel like I could do it myself That's now. What and I'm I've saying. got the techniques down, I'm but I'm, I'm sure the second I yeah. went to actually try to do it, it was just like, <laughs> I was, everywhere. I was talking to my good friend, Paul, former guest, And, uh, he was like, I think I'm going to try a sunburst, bro. Because he bought a sander and he's working on some some crazy thing where he's like stripping. You need a spray booth, period. Like, for, oh, I, I've I'm done like, what so are you going to hang it on? You're going to hang it on your deck? Like, obviously. Yeah. It's, yeah. And your he, deck is going to get covered in paint. Yeah, and snow at this point. Um, it's overspray, man. Yeah. So it's, There is more overspray than, uh, than is going to get on the guitar. Well, you take the body, you know, you... Yeah, you take it all off and then you uh, you hang it. There's a there's a process to hang it, but usually you should have a garage or something. Um, oh well, yeah, because it, it takes a long time to. Cure. But I was just Dude, trust I was me, I've gone so far down this rabbit. He's hole like, recently. I think I'm gonna do a sunburst, and I'm like, bro, do you know how hard? Like, how many years it takes to like master a sunburst? I, you gotta start. But you gotta somewhere. start somewhere. So you know what? You know what? 
do it. Fuck it, dude. Fucking do it. Uh, and I'll play that. Guitar. And I'll I also just as long as we're on here, I'll one last thing I'll say about it. Uh, recently, was on the I, I I go on the the gear forums from time to time, and I was on the My Les Paul forum, and a dude was posting he had I bought a newer I think it was a custom shop Les Paul with like a sort of like a, a sort of soupy tomatoey looking burst on mm-hmm. it. Like a nice real red, which is not my favorite look. I've owned that type of burst. It's just not my favorite. But what he did, he's just he's been leaving it in uh, in front of a UV light and and charting wow. what's happening to That's the cool. aniline dye in the paint. Is it and it? it's fucking dope, dude. Oh. It looks so How much long? better. It's How long has it's been so doing? it's been it's been about a month, and That's uh, it? it's already down to like it looks like just like this like super natural looking, but like beautiful almost lemon burst it is oh. awesome dude i i like because i don't like the soupy burst but seeing that i was like dude well it changes the color because the the nitrocellulose on top like yellows and then it kind of like changes the, the nitro is yellowing and then the the sort of that red goes it's deep fading, down right? down but it's not like it isn't exactly you know it isn't a linear process so like parts of it are kind of moving a little more than others like a you know an old ass guitar would i I, you know, I'm not like a super nerd or really care much about the whole relicking process or whatever, but man, I was just, I was honestly kind of blown away at what just a month of UV light did to it. I saw a guitar and I, we probably talked about this at some point, but it was, uh, it was in a shop window and it was like, yeah. uh, I think the original color might've been candy apple red, but it turned like orange from every day mm-hmm. sitting in a shop window with the sun, you know, rising over this one spot. And uh, God, it was like a copper orange color. It was just you can't make you can't fake that. You can't fake it. You can't. There's not even a color like we were talking about brown earlier. You you can barely mix to get that actual look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, that's fucking it's time. Cool. That's like that another cool. touch and tips right there. I love that. That is another touch and tips. Uh, let's keep it rolling. We're still in the symphony here. Uh, get into a little uh, <laughs> just ideas. GFI BFI. Yeah. Uh, Here's a BFI. Uh, this is a Craigslist posting here. Someone selling a used harmonica. Ooh. Probably don't want to sell used Ooh. harmonicas during a deadly pandemic. Just putting that out there. I got. I, I have a, a microphone. Might be bad, but harmonica. I don't know. Yeah, microphone. I was actually. We were talking about you know buying mics uh, the other day. We were talking about guitar mics. I think yesterday. Always. And I At was. Least thinking, you're not spitting into those all the time. Yeah, you're not spitting in a good guitar mic. Now you buy a. By a fifty-seven or a fifty-eight, there's a good chance. Oh, that's there's a good chance shit. there's some, some shit in there. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Harmonica, I'd pass on this one. Nah, nah. Uh, a quick update on one of our favorite angry posters: uh, <laughs> the guy who's really mad about the Wurlitzer guitar that the dude posted. Somebody should for just buy this damn guitar just to like, ah oh, man. He's it's... now calling it a Wurlitzer kids guitar to like make fun of him. And uh, th- I've got to say, I feel like he's kind of gone over the line finally. Okay. Um, because what he's you... talking about, like we talked about, like the dildo thing already. Sniffing kids guitar. Um, oh, I... but yeah, but then now he now he's referencing like that that crazy um, Lauren Boebert or maybe it was Marjorie Taylor Greene, one of the crazy Republican ladies right now who thinks that Jews started forest fires with space lasers. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. Uh, he references that in there, which wow. I mean. Fuck that woman who said all that Here's stuff. But thing. also, it's just this. It just feels weirdly racist. Oh, even man. putting that in this. I didn't listing. even. I didn't even read that part. And I was like, my initial thought was, it'd be funny to do a GoFundMe and buy this guy the guitar and like mail it to his house. That's but now, hilarious. But now, now that I read that, I'm like, yeah, fuck this guy. No, dude. Fuck I mean, this guy. guy. Everything's got to go into like such a. Uh, he just took it too far. He took it too far. Uh, so speaking of BFIs, um, fuck that dude Morgan Wallen or however you say his name. Who uh, he is like the biggest country star in the world who okay. has recently been dropped from everything because he was on video uh, drunkenly yelling n words uh, in the middle of his street. Mm. Um, like he's the, he's the guy who, That's if you remember back in October, he was supposed to host or be the musical guest on SNL and then got yes. booted because he was yes. seen making out with a bunch of girls at a fucking Alabama college party. Yes, I remember that. Yep. That same guy. Um, uh, yeah, he he's then you know turns out he's a he's a total asshole. So fuck that guy. But I'm happy to see like I mean he's the biggest country star in the world. Has, has broken streaming records recently. All this shit and he's being dropped by like everybody. He's not oh, even sure. his music's like off Spotify. Yeah. All that shit. So. Sounds like he probably has a drinking problem too. I would assume if he's uh, you would think so. Yeah, making out with girls and then dropping and and bombs all over the street, screaming them in the middle of the street. So oh, yeah, boy. fuck that guy. Okay, bad idea. Um, oh, here's a good good fucking Ooh. idea. Uh, Taylor Guitars has recently transitioned to an entirely employee-owned business I model. I saw something about that. Isn't that, that. cool, man? 
I, I would also, I, you know, we also have the sub segment friends of the show. This could, I was thinking this could have lived in either of those. Okay. Um, but I, I thought it was a good idea and I wanted to balance out some of the bad ideas. Uh, yeah, it's basically nothing's changing from like a corporate standpoint, but um, they've gone to a model where employees. So they just all the get company. shares in the company. Is that how you that You get works? shares. And, and I love that idea because that encourages every single employee to take ownership in what you're doing yeah. and, and feel a sense of pride yeah. and, and, and literal ownership. So yeah, Especially I, with an I, acoustic I thought it was guitar cool. company, you know, you would want those things to be, you know, tended to very gently, you know, the, oh, the yeah. building of an acoustic guitar is, you know, I, think. you know, and we, and we've talked about it. I've been lucky enough to be taken care of by Taylor guitars. Yeah. Because I've gotten to spend like a week at their, at their shop and mm-hmm. shop giant factory out yeah. in California. <laughs> so, you know, I, right. not entirely impartially here, but at the same time, I just think that's the coolest thing ever. That's and there's really so many cool. good people in that building. So well, whatever you feel about Taylor guitars or acoustic guitars like that in general, I don't give a shit, but I just wanted to get that out there that I think it's such an, a cool, awesome idea that Taylor has done that. And I, and I would love to see more American companies transition to that. Okay good ideas uh here's the last one bad fucking idea so um oh i guess also quick update um so i finally sold my d box i'm not sure if i told you um remember i had been having issues where every time i posted it on craigslist it got flagged yeah and you thought maybe somebody else was like flagging it did we i don't we might not have we might not have done a full update on chatted about it but yeah i'm not sure if we recorded so Quick, quick update. I, I had a, a, a dangerous audio D box. Uh, you know, if you know what that is, it's basically the center section of a recording console that I had as part of my rig. Recently, I have upgraded and changed things, so no longer need it. And so I'm trying to sell it. Okay. And it, it, not only is it a D box, which is an awesome piece of gear, it had also been modded by Black Lion Audio, who does the thing where they go through and replace all the filter caps and op amps with fancy shit, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, had it list had it list on Reverb in our Gearbuds podcast. I believe it's just reverb.com/shop/gearbuds, uh, Reverb Shop, and uh, you know, getting some getting some attention, whatever on there. But of course, as always, I've got it on Craigslist because it's just uh, pickup and no fees and all that kind of stuff. Well, anyways, yeah. anytime I try to post it, try to post it. Um, it uh, it got flagged, and and I thought it was this guy. I thought it was this guy from Black Line Audio flagging because he was trying to sell his own stuff. <laughs> I contacted him. He denied it. Oh, you it oh you him. actually hit him up. You're like, hey, I man. did. I was like, hey, I was like, are you flagging this? Like, what the hell? That's and funny. he's like, no. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on, but I, I, I thought it was maybe because it said dangerous. So I tried so many different iterations. Yeah, like of a keyword this. or something. Exactly. Yeah. I took dangerous out of it. I just called it a D box. I just called, you know, black line audio, whatever. Didn't mention anything. Cause I thought maybe it was like just getting flagged for safety reasons. Sure. Uh, nope. Uh, but it it did sell, so I that that saga has completed. Craigslist, you person, whoever flagged me or whoever is triggering that, um, you win. I sold it on Reverb, uh, for you know, a good price, but I still had to pay fees and yeah, you know whatever. Um, well, I'm glad last you got, the last BFI here. Glad you got it sold. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, so you know I've got that long uh, I've got that long Craigslist post that I do with. Um, just like all my random shit for sale that I don't feel like doing individual posts for. And I got an email from a dude uh, saying, Hey, are you uh, like, I'm interested in trading. Didn't tell me what he was interested in trading for. And I have <laughs> mm, like 50 things on that list. Didn't mention what do you like? Didn't take the time to tell me he was trying to trade for, but did take the time to send me a long oh, list saw that. of stuff, which I didn't even bother putting everything in here because I'm not going to read it. It's so ridiculous. There was one, there's or, there were maybe in there. There was a camera. There was like some old cameras. There was uh, like a thousand dollar, very very expensive wireless microphone, and then just like shit that nobody wants, including literally black textured paper. That was one of the things on there was black textured paper. Is that or for, like, I bet that's for like photo shoots or something, right? Like dude, the light I don't know. Reflect off of it. But it's just like I, I, I love the trading thing, but to not tell me what you're interested in. You should be in like, I'll my, take the black textured paper. I'll have the black textured paper and you can have my, you know, broken power supply <laughs> exactly. that I have on here. Oh, uh, it uh, just, I, it felt like a waste of time because it's just like, I have to read through this and it's like, I don't want your old typewriter and right. toy train set and Wade Boggs rookie card and li- all things literally on there. There was a numerous mentions of trading cards on there. So yeah, I mean, that's fine. But also just like, if you want to trade with someone, tell them what you want to trade for and don't waste my I time. I agree. Like, you know, and we kind of talked about this, you know, before the episode a little bit, but it's like, if you're. If you're really trying to get rid of stuff, I mean, make an effort, man. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. All right, dude. Well, I feel like um, the, we ended BFI on a little bit of a bad note, so I'd like to turn it around and turn things into a good note real fast. And, okay. And the way that the way that I would like to do that personally is by 
taking the time to say my two favorite words that I get to say every single week. Dave's Docs. Well, you are in luck, my friend. What do we got? We got a Dave's Doc today. Mm. I'm gonna talk. Uh, I'm gonna talk about one of the greatest singers of all time that died at a very young age. Uh, Sam Cooke. Amy Winehouse. Oh, Sam Cooke. Okay. Sam Cooke, man. And I'll I'll be honest. I you know I listen to the Oldie Station pretty much all day long. Me TV. Yeah. Shout out Me TV. Um, you know, they play Sam Cooke once in a while and you hear these songs and you go, oh, I didn't know that was actually him. You know, they just, I don't know. To me, like I knew he was one of the greatest singers of all time. I never knew what an impact he had on, uh, on America and on music. It's just, uh, it's incredible, man. So there's a new doc. So there's a new doc on, it's on Amazon. It's only an hour long. So it's a quick burn. Uh, it's called legend and it's about, uh, Sam Cooke. Oh, and, I guess that was about Bob Marley. Yeah, I know. That was a good one, actually. That's a really good, really good doc. So I'm going to have to cover that one. Yeah, come back to I that. I wonder if there's, ooh, I wonder if there's any litigation there with... Uh, right? Same name for a documentary? Yeah, you can't. Well, anyways, this is called Legend. Uh, I can't Tell say Tell us what do we got? Yeah, it's really good, man. I didn't know he grew up in Chicago. Did not know that. Uh, I, with, I have known that, but I think I forgot. So that's a yeah, good reminder. And it was, it was kind of funny, like, because, you know, in the, I think, I guess it was probably the early 50s. Maybe even the late four. I think he was born in 50. Yeah, I don't know, 49 or something like that. But anyways, he, uh, you know, there was a, it was a rough neighborhood in Chicago back then. And if you like didn't if you weren't in a gang, you would just get beat up every day. Mm. And he wasn't. And he would just walk around. But everybody thought he was so cool, like the way he dressed when he was a little kid, like seven or eight years old. You know, he was this cool motherfucker. He had it. He and he already was like skeptical of the system. Like he was like, I like. I'm not going to live paycheck to paycheck working at a factory. Like I'm never going to do this nine to five thing. I'm going to be a singer. And he actually used to take um, like sticks from a tree and stick them in the ground and perform to them at like seven or eight years old. Dude, that's, that's like, he, and then an people audience. were like, why do you have sticks in the ground? And he's like, it's the audience. Yeah, exactly. So he, you know, he was kind of a natural from the start. Um, and he sang gospel for a long time. He didn't get into pop music until like 57. He actually was on the Ud Sullivan show. It's kind of a funny story. He blew up right away from a hit single, and he uh, and, and the gospel people were like, "That's the devil's music," you know, <laughs> which is great. Yep. And uh, he gets on Ed Sullivan, and he the crowd was cheering so loud that they had to cut his performance like in half. So he only performed Whoa. like half, and they you know go to commercial or drop the curtain or whatever. And there was so many uh, messages and uh, mail that came in for Ed. They're like, "We got to have him back." We didn't even get to hear the whole song. So he came back a week later, which is pretty rare. That never actually wow. happened. Yeah. They, he I literally I've said. i never heard about that. And Ed Sullivan in the intro to that performance was like, hey, guys, like I was it was wrong of me to like cut it short, you know, this and that. And uh, he should have just let it ride. And he admitted to it. And then they had him on and he did like. You did know, he I wonder if he did he play the same song? Yeah. Again? Yeah. The same song. It was. A That's single. crazy. That's so how it was back then. Like if you had one song, people could hear that shit over and over again. Yeah. Know? So. Um, I thought that was a cool story. And then he blew up right away and they booked him at the Copacabana in New York City. At the Copa. And he, it, he talks about it. There's a lot of interviews, actually. He uh, he bombed at the Copa because he tried to do this different thing. And, you know, they have an orchestra there. So you have to mm-hmm. coordinate with the orchestra. Well, that's not something you can throw together last minute with like <laughs> 20 musicians, you know. So he, he totally bombed. And uh, he actually, from that point, like kind of fell a little bit from grace. And then he had to go tour and he did like Chitlin Circuit with, you know, Ray Charles and some of those. And he just really got into that. And he was like, all right, I found like my own thing now because he was Mm -hmm. always doing other people's music. He started writing his own music. He was one of the first people ever to write their own music back then. Damn. Yeah. So I thought that was Trailblazers. He ends up going back to Copa and it's on record. It's on vinyl. It's one of the, you know, it's a. A pinnacle performance. Yeah, that's uh, a, a retribution story right exactly. there. Exactly. So I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know that in 63, he toured with Van Morrison, Rod Stewart, and the Stones. Did not wow. know that. Yeah. So all this shit. And, Early uh, Stones. Damn. Yeah, man. And then, um, you know, he was a big advocate for the civil rights movement. Yeah. Uh, the song, A Change Is Gonna Come, you know, just epic, epic song. And sadly, he he was shot uh, shortly after that. So. Yeah. How old was he? 33. Yeah, yeah, and it was crazy that he did all that beautiful, brilliant music. It it was, it was. He really was, and they compared him to Barry Gordy before Barry Gordy. Like Mm -hmm. you know, they were like he. No, he he owned his own record label, 
Um, he started writing for other people. He he basically helped out all the gospel people in you know who he had toured with, who he had worked with, the original band that he was with. He was like, I'm signing all you guys to my label because we're going to make you real money. And so he was one of the first people to ever do that, which was really yeah. fucking cool. Dude, you're, you're talking about this reminds me that yeah. there is actually another movie that just came out recently. Have you heard about this? I think it's called One Night in Miami. Yes, they talked about that. And I didn't know that they was do. a real okay. thing. I thought that... I thought the movie was just like an idea of what would happen. Yeah. No, it's a real thing. It was after yeah. an uh, Ali, Ali fight. Um, yeah. Malcolm X, Malcolm Sam Cooke, and, and I can't uh, remember who else. Jim Brown? Maybe Jim Is Brown. Is that right? Okay. I think yeah. it was Jim Brown. Yeah, the running back, right? Yeah, yeah right. But uh, Yeah, got to watch they, that now. They Shit. referenced it. Dude, I know. I was like, oh, that's also on Amazon. So they referenced that um, that night that actually happened. Was there any, um, any, any uh, sweet gear spotting? Um, you know what? I got to be honest. There wasn't a lot of the footage, mm-hmm. you know, it's, he's a singer. And back then I don't, we've never really talked about this, but I don't know. Are they lip syncing or like, what's going on with those old oh, with black those live recordings? Yeah. Those. Yeah. Usually, live usually those are not really, there's live. not even a mic in front of him. So I couldn't even right. tell you, you know, there weren't even any cool mic spottings. Um, but yeah, no, no good gear spots, but definitely mm-hmm. a cool movie, man. Hour long. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, legend. Sam Cooke, not Bob Marley legend, which is actually an excellent Dave's doc, which I should cover uh, soon. So. Throw it on there. All right. What's a completely arbitrary ranking completely scale? Completely arbitrary, man. I got to go. Uh, I'm going to give it a strong, strong eight and a half out of 10 uh, tuxedos. We wear tuxedos. Once in a while. Love it. Cool. Beautiful. Great one. All righty. Moving along, let's jump into some future gear here. A couple things worth mentioning. We got a, we've got a couple things on the list here. We'll see what we get to. Uh, <clears throat> so the, I just noticed this this morning. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly is going on, but um, Boss has instituted what looks to be like a three dollar price increase, basically across the board on all their pedals. Three dollars. Um, yeah, I, and, I, and, I, and of <laughs> course, you know, you're seeing because I, I saw, I noticed it, and then I, I saw it maybe on the gear page or something. People talking about it and like, oh, it's because they're trying to increase the minimum wage. It's like, no, they probably just haven't increased the price of their pedals in like 20 years. But but three dollars um, on like a hundred dollar pedal, like, is that what you're talking? Yeah. About? So it was the pedals that were like, you know, ninety nine dollars are now one hundred and two dollars, okay. which is which is strange. And uh, but I was thinking about it, and you, Electro Harmonics has kind of always done that. They've always priced their stuff at like very strange numbers, like sixty three dollars and seventy cents and shit. Like right. it's it's always like this strange number so you know it doesn't have to always be just a round number i guess but yeah check it out if you're uh Did not although it wasn't all of them i noticed that it was maybe one of them like there might be a threshold i think it was whatever whichever one's like 50 bucks maybe the super overdrive that didn't seem like it had the price increase so i don't know i haven't seen any press release or anything about it yet but you know if you're trying to buy a boss pedal you're probably gonna have to spend I was, three extra bucks well, i want to ask you henry like um would you buy a new boss pedal yeah, I mean, uh, there isn't one that I specifically want right now, but yeah. I would. I, for a while, I had the uh, Boss uh, Space Echo, like the two oh uh, sp- yeah that's pedal a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I had that on my board for a while, and that was actually a great pedal. I I really like that thing. Uh, and I right now, I mean, on my board right now, I use the uh, the switcher, the Boss MS3 switcher. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess that, that I have bought a new Boss pedal within the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got the old like the the base overdrive. I think it's the OD three or something. Great like pedal. That. Yeah, it's ODB3. fine. ODB three. ODB three. It's yellow. Yeah, it's cool. I bought it. Or I got it as a gift. I think early two thousands. But yeah, I don't know when. You've got a I know that, too, right? What's that? You've got the TU two, right? Yeah, the TU two tuner actually is what I yeah. use. Yeah, I've had that forever. Even though it's it's finicky. Um, you know, dude. You know what? I have never owned a Boss tuner. Oh no, 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 I've never owned a Boss tuner pedal. I've owned like uh, sort of like handheld ones. What do you? But for somehow, I've never had. I have the. Well, right now I'm just using the one that's built in. Oh <laughs> the, right, the Boss that's built into that tuner. But uh, I, in the past, I've had I had a Korg pedal tuner that was like sort of a square metal, uh, like brushed silver looking one. I had the and I on my baseboard now I have the. Um, I thought you were a Polytune guy. I've got a P- TC Polytune yeah. on the on the on the baseboard. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, great stuff. You got to clean it out once in a while. You know, I learned the trick about sandpaper. You roll up some sandpaper and then you stick it in. You kind of like just get twist, some of that twist it around and get the corrosion getting, out. Yeah, it actually be. helps a lot. So that's another touch. And Throw tips. a little contact cleaner on the that's pops. Right. Uh, speaking of pedals, dude, I got yeah. another pedal this week, I hear about uh, which it, is yeah. my first new pedal buy in a while. It was, And actually, we're going to be talking about it a lot because this is a second ball to your reference this week. Uh, it came from a conversation I was having with him. We were 
catching up, talking a little bit of stuff. And, you know, it's interesting too, because, you know, you, he's, he's a, an analog amp designer and builder, right. but he's also, and, and makes these hand wired, beautiful things, but you know, is also pretty, uh, conscious of the future and future technologies mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Shout um, out to, to Balthazar amps. Oh, big shout out to Balthazar amps. I wanted to make sure we did that good call. Uh, but we're, so we're talking about it, about, uh, about some of the new stuff that he's got coming and Anyways, we come we come to start talking about Korg and Vox and Marshall, you know, all same company, but they and how they developed this new tube technology uh, some years back, where they literally made a new version of a vac- an actual vacuum tube, but it's a lot smaller and mm-hmm. I don't it's know. It's a physical how, tube, the, though, right? It's, it's a physical a, tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just like a, a JFET or something like that. Uh, but uh, so we we're talking about it, and I was like, man, because he was thinking about you know trying to maybe get his hands on some, try to design around it, see what happened. I was like, wait, remember? They made some pedals with that, and so I was. It was like, oh, I remember really wanting the the new tube screamer where they had they Ibanez made the tube screamer, but put a new tube in it. Okay, um, and they were like two hundred fifty bucks when they came out. They weren't cheap, but I remember playing it and thinking it was really cool. Didn't sound all that much necessarily like a tube screamer to me, but I just thought it was a really cool sound. Well, we're Balti and I are talking. I'm like, man, I'm kind of gassing for this now. I go to go over to Reverb, and there was you know they're about in the between like one forty to one eighty range right now. But I found one I think after making an offer and, and shipped i paid like 105 bucks for it and so i now have uh have myself a new tube screamer and the thing is fucking awesome man dude it it's like a it's it again it's not i wouldn't put it so much as a tube screamer it's kind of more of like a distortion pedal to me you can get the low gain thing for sure um but it, it has a little more drive on tap it's a little girthier a little weightier right. uh, than like a normal tube screamer would be and it's that's the ibanez you know it's still the ibanez brand yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah because I, I mean it's all you know that's they've licensed that technology the new tube yeah technology. but korg is the new korg is the company that korg has developed new tube. korg yes. marshall vox yeah. they're you know they own all that shit and i would imagine there must be some you know for them to to get the new tube there must be some sort of partnership in there in yeah there. but um the other the other re- the other thing that's really cool about this pedal is that it has a blend knob so it's like the normal three knob right. uh, tube screamer drive tone level um, but then it also has a fourth sort of mini knob yeah. with a clean blend. So you all the way clockwise, it's just like a, a normal tube screamer circuit, but then all the way counterclockwise, it blends in your clean signal too, which is just such a cool sound. And I especially like doing like a bunch, kind of almost like more drive than you normally would, right. but then only blending in like say half of that, which I think I haven't looked in the manual yet. I'm pretty sure the mix only allows 50 50 and then up to 100%. Like you can't go down to just a clean signal, for instance, unless right. you turn the pedal off. Yeah, use it as like um, a boost. But you could use it as like a boost almost if you turn oh, it off. Oh, you absolutely could. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing we're, we're, you and I were sort of talking about, and I haven't done this yet, is I really want to try it on bass because being able to do the clean yeah. blend means that you're not going to cut off all Lose the bottom end like you typically do. That's really nice. Yeah. Because I, man, we used to have a tube screamer in the practice space. And I don't know, like I plugged it in one day and it was just like, nothing it it really nope. sounded like guitar which was cool um for certain things probably for recording and stuff like that but uh yeah so i haven't told me a balti if you're listening to this man um you know i, I can confirm new tube into the film noir 50 as well as the cabaret 13 is a lovely lovely thing so well you heard it uh, here man That's let's it. do it all right yeah, I can I can pretty safely say no one else in the world has a rig that consists of a, a, a new tube screamer into a film noir fifty. So got my my unique tones, baby. I love that, man. Dude, speaking of unique, this is the main thing that I wanted to talk oh, about. Oh man, today. can we get into it a little bit or I think we can get into it a little bit. So we haven't done this in a while and I kinda wanted to do a little bit of a of a specific dream build. Okay. Because I have one that I'm actually working on right now, and I just want to get 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 some ideas and and throw some things off each other until by the time we're done here today, we've got you know the the main outline of a build that I'm then going to actually have done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I've got we're going to do it around that twelve string neck. We've talked about it a lot. Yeah, I still let, haven't done anything with yeah, it. Yeah, we've got some uh, some rules here. I think is that we've got to work around that neck, right? We've got to work around that neck. So that's the idea. I've got this this Fender Villager vintage 60s 12-string neck, and I want to uh, build that into an electric guitar, and um, we're going to do it. It's like it's actually going to happen. So I think let's just let's just fucking talk it out and let's hash it out. It. And by the time we're done here, we'll have I, – I, you know, tell me if I missed anything, but I, I figure like body, neck, paint, pickups, hardware, mm-hmm. pick guard. I don't know. What else? Oh. Did I, maybe like tuners. I'm not sure what else. I mean, electronics. this could be a – 
a separate episode. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's man. do it. So we've got the neck sorted out, right? We've got the Fender Villager neck check. You and I, it's so obviously, I mean, we're not going to not talk about this kind of stuff. So we, you, over the past couple of days, I feel like you and I have talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. and you had asked me if I would be willing to have the, the headstock painted yes. to match the body. Yes. And my answer it was is a no hard, it was a hard no hard no because it's an old neck it's has already the neck got some been really nice wear or any kind of it has not and nice. that's my favorite thing about it is that it's got all the finish worn off it's just like a nice it's it's a it's one of it's a neck that i would play okay i, uh, I hear so. what you're saying uh but i also have a i have a rebuttal to that i'm listening well in, in my opinion you know um it's a great neck it's gonna be awesome you're gonna have the body custom painted i think a wild guitar should have a matching headstock it's just my opinion and, you know, truth be told, it's not a Strat neck. You know, it's not a, a $4,000 neck. True. You know, it's totally. 300 bucks. you know, 400 bucks, 500 bucks. Yeah. I think if you did do it, this would be the neck to do it on. But that's just... I'm gonna I hear leave, you. I'm going to leave it there. No, that's... I, I Man, I'm gonna I, that's walk valid. <laughs> I'll be honest. Completely disagree still. Uh-huh. But I, I, I do hear what you're saying. I think if it wasn't vintage, then I would be more apt to do it. And if, and sure. if it didn't already have a vibe that i liked you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i don't and because look the we're not going to get into all the specifics but like the person that i'm going to have do this like yeah. knows what the fuck they're doing so i'm not that's, worried about anything like that well, that's, that's not that's not the issue part of like what i was actually getting at was that you're going to have this uh custom body painted but yeah and i think if we're going to go natural headstock then i have a completely different uh angle on the whole thing so i want all right to, uh, well let's let's jump to the body man because excited, i feel like man. Let's th- let's talk about shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I in my mind, I've kind of because it's a Fender thing. I want to keep it Fendery, right? Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm thinking I already I, I already know I get along with a Telly, so Telly body, or I mean, the Marauder it does exist mm-hmm. and it could be fucking interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've never had one of those. What 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 would you what, what would you do? In my in my opinion, because the headstock has such a weird shape to it, for people who don't know, the village yeah. headstock, it kind of looks like a hockey stick yeah, almost. Or like a field hockey stick. Yeah, yeah. It's got this weird curve that it goes downward, I believe, kinda when like you're wearing the guitar. Dawn. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. It's it's very, uh, yeah, it's somewhat phallic. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it actually looks like a tube sock almost or something. It, it has an odd shape. Let's just, let's just go ahead and say that. For Fender especially, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is what I love about it. To me, an offset body would really work very well uh, with this. And I also feel like, again, like the Tele body, you could do a Tele, you know, I guess there's not a lot of Tele 12 strings, but you could do a Tele with another 12 string if you wanted. I think I feel like we have an opportunity. We're not going to say what, you know, what's going on with the guitar and the build, but you have an opportunity to do something a little more creative. And I, I would just I would do something offset and something pretty, pretty wacky. I'm just, I'll be honest though, man. Like I, I feel like my, when I hear offset, my mind immediately thinks jazz master and I'm just like over jazz masters kind of like I've had a lot, you know, I've had them and I've played them and all that. And they're great guitars are all, all guitars are great guitars, but I just don't want another one. And I gotta be honest, man, I've been looking, I've been on the hunt for jazz masters um, for a, a guitar player, friend of mine. And They've gone up in value. It seems like the uh, they're trendy right now. Like they're really trendy right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I've and I've had them. I've, it's been my main guitar. If you just, just got I like a standard want, jazz master one. body, I would be disappointed. I'd be like, yeah, oh, okay. And it, so I, I think I we're on the think, same page. I don't think that's there. what I want. Now, have you seen the original Fender uh, Villager body? Oh yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird body. Yeah. Wait, wait the the Villager acoustic. Or the uh, what? There's an electric version. What am I thinking of? I don't know. They did the electric twelve. Maybe it's the yeah, electric yeah, yeah, yeah. The electric twelve. That has a weird body. It's almost like a yeah. like a sucked in uh, a music master or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you it's know not offset. About. So it will sit on a guitar stand. Um, it will sit on a guitar stand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't but know. tell me why I should wait. I tell, let's go okay. back to the the telly thing. Why are you anti telly? I'm not anti telly. I think because. Boy, I'm 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 skirting around because I don't want to like you know discuss too much on the specifics of the build. Mm-hmm. But because this is uh, an opportunity to get something really unique, I think it would be cool to uh, to get a really interesting body. 
for it. That's 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 super valid. You're right. I mean, it, it, when it comes down to it, Telly is the most yeah. workhorse slab body you could you could possibly get. Totally. And and if, to if I fair, were to build a body, that would probably be the one I would try to do because it's the easiest. Yeah, I would think. Yep. Yep. There's no you know even even if okay. you had contours and stuff. So that was that's my reasoning for that. And but, it is a twelve string, so it's not like I'm not going for some super classic. You're not you going to be playing it for like forty look. straight minutes. Yeah, it's hopefully like, not. <laughs> I mean, well, I will. You want to like, start a twelve string? It, but, 12 string only band I think kind of uh okay so yeah I, I think I'm starting to come around here and I was already well, sort of obviously I mean I already mentioned look, man, Marauder, at the end like, of the day you're gonna about that. you're gonna have you're gonna do what you need to do because that's I mean we're the gear buds you that's know just what like, we do. you're gonna do it my opinion is yes I we're on the same page with the Jaguar slash Jazzmaster body yeah. I don't think you should do that no um now we there was a little bit about a Marauder in there Right. We were talking That's about- kind of where I've been thinking, because, you know, obviously, you know, they're just a little more uh, in my consciousness right now. And they're and it's a more rare thing. I think and, the Marauder uh, body is a really good idea. It might have to be. It might have to be the thing. Now, right, let's put a pin in that. Let's we're put a pin. S- so we've got neck already. Uh, we've got body. We're saying we're going to say Marauder. Let's say um, Marauder. Paint. I kind of feel already. I kind of feel pretty strongly about this already. Is this uh, what I think it is? I don't know, I, but dude, I'll tell you what okay. I've been, and 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 I apologize to a friend of the show and and former guest and friend Dan Liu because I think I got to go shell pink, man. Yeah, I mean I that's don't... his thing. I feel almost in some. I feel guilty because it very much is his thing, and he also has a custom shell pink build uh, in in progress right now. He does, but wait, I don't yeah. know about this. Ooh, uh, breaking I, news. Yeah, it's it's well, I'm not sure if I, we'll see, uh, but I think it I think it's in progress. Either way. I've just been looking at shell pink lately, okay. and I kind of think that's the move. And I'm and, and I'm gonna take it one step further, dude. And this might this might upset you, mm-hmm. but I kind of want it to be fucking like relict. I was gonna ask, and and honestly, man, nothing looks better than a messed up shell pink. I mean, I it, think nothing looks or yeah. I, I, but I'll be honest. Okay, so here's the other side of it. I, I don't been looking at. I've been at looking at really messed up Ollie White lately too. Ollie White is uh, is definitely. It's definitely Oli cool. White, Oli White, Oli. Uh, uh, boy, I, but man, here's my thing, o- o- man. Yeah, what's Oof. your thing? Color wise, this is kind of what I was going back to. If you were gonna do matching headstock, I think it was gonna. I think it would definitely be like, um, the, man. I don't know how to say it. Matching headstock and shell pink would have been the hit. <laughs> But now that we're no matching headstock, everything has changed. But the th- okay, so here's the thing with the matching headstock. What about the decals and stuff on there? That's the problem, dude. I mean, yeah, I agree. You're gonna have to shave off the decal. Mm-hmm. Um, as somebody who owns two refinished, you know, '62 P bass, uh, jazz bass, and a P bass, both have you know redone decals. I, it doesn't bother me too much. Okay, all right. Because um, he'll do it perfect. The guy that is going to do this, man. So got me, that's kind right, of my all thing. right. We we have put a pin in it. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little more leaning more towards being open to the idea. No, let's design before. your guitar, man, because I don't want to talk you out of something that you really. Well, want. I wouldn't ask you if I didn't. Shell want your pink without a matching headstock to me. What color? What pick? would you do without? What would you do without a matching headstock? Well, that's now. Now we're we're talking a little bit. Yeah, I like an aged Lake Placid blue. Oh, with a white, well, so with the, an like aged the white green, like the green, the green, it's the greenish blue, uh, aged under some UV lights for 30 mm-hmm. days and, um, with a, what, you know, an off white aged pick guard or mint, whatever, like not too green mint, but like an, a real three ply white, black, Dude, white. Pick that guard. does feel fair to me. I, so I like cool. that you're, you're thinking pick guard with paint because those, I only, those do have to go hand. I only think pick. Yeah. It's the only way it works. Yeah. It's uh okay. But okay. So let's, let's step back a bit, a, mm-hmm. a second here. If I were to do, I love this. This is my favorite pink. conversation we've had. <laughs> if I were, were going to do shell pink body matchy headstock, what pick guard goes with that? Shell pink is definitely aged white. Um, definitely like the mint, the mint green or the age white. So mint. You know the reason mint came about, right? Because the I, I don't think so. Oh, it's the they did a three ply pick guard back then. It was white, black, white. Yeah. And the middle black started to blend into the white on top, oh. and that's what the, the the black and the white and the I think they were made of uh, nitrocellulose too at the time. I think so too. Was it would yellow 
it, you know, yellow, white, yellow. black, turn that kind of mint green. So that's where you get Damn. that old, that old look. It's from. like how all those old black guitars turn green, like my Explorer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. In, in the P base, if you put it under certain light, yep. it's got like a moss green color. It's pretty cool. Totally. Actually, you know, now I think about the Les Paul does it too. That, that's yeah. such a strange thing. Yeah, because that colors, that would yellow crazy. over time, which is what I love about nitro. I think it's so mm. cool. So um, that's my opinion. Okay. There you Matchy go. pink would okay. have. Well, it sounds like you're saying the same pick guard for either color. Uh huh. Yeah, because I'm a Fender purist in a way. Yeah. And I, we've gone over this, man, and and I don't want to insult Fender. Uh, I'm not a fan of their tort guards at all. The current tort and anything, yeah. dude. I mean, I've seen I've seen eight thousand dollar custom shop guitars come out of there with this. It doesn't. You just can't match old nitrocellulose tort guards. You are very, very picky about a tort. I do know that's very, about you. Very, And And I, I understand the origins. And through the years, you know, we had the early 80s. We had the pepperoni guards, which was the, uh, literally, it's, like an, it's literally an orangey red pepperoni <laughs> yeah. color. It looks like spaghetti sauce. It's it's amazing. But those are like the Fullerton era reissues are like some of the most coveted uh, guitars. Oh, like that 82 P bass we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that mm-hmm. one had a gold, I think, on that. Did it? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, God, I want that. Shout out to Heath Mm. at Rock and Roll Vintage. Uh, What up? I hope you don't sell that so I can finally get it. So you can just have it. Anyways, I want to go back to your building because I feel like I've taken over what what you think. I'm I'm into it. I brought this to you for a reason, my friend. So paint, (sighs) Lake Placid has never been my go. I do like that, especially an old one. Yeah. Uh, It's never been my, like, first thought. I'm still, I still think I'm going to, I still think I'm, thinking shell pink or white but uh, here's mm-hmm. a second question for sub sub paint question what about a paint over you know like a a pink over white or yes. a pink over burst or something like that well i wanted to ask how crazy you wanted to get with this because i've seen some stuff come out there from really good builders and i'm i've seen people do like a sunburst underneath a custom color i've seen people do paisley oh, yeah, underneath a custom color it, oh my god! And, I didn't even and, think of that. And actually, speaking of, um, actually, you know what? This is my favorite. Uh, going back to the early '80s Fullerton stuff, they would do um, like candy apple red over a silver or a gold. So when it would wear, and I've seen some worn ones, it's gorgeous. That's so cool. It's literally like you have this like kind of reflective-ish red worn off, and there's like a silver or a gold, almost like Christmas, you know, like wrapping paper underneath. It looks insanely cool okay that's a brilliant idea now i don't know you know know what to do now (laughs) i don't know like how much work (laughs) you know uh you're gonna put this poor guy through right exactly i don't want to be like this and i'm sure something like that takes we're just we're designing the dream build if we're doing dream build no worries we're doing dream build color over is the way to go it's the only way to go all right yeah but i also i've got i'm pretty tied to the idea of like pretty decently roached out kind of like pretty pretty heavy relic yep Yep. I think I you should have somebody. We don't have any friends who smoke, but if you had a friend who smokes heavily, uh, just have them blow cigarettes on it for like a year straight in their living room. Dude. Yeah. And with a UV light. Okay. Yeah. So and the UV light, man. It's just, yeah, exactly. We're thinking Marauder Body. We've got the, we've got the Villager Neck. We're thinking a paint over so, something involving shell pink and Picard. Okay. So, yeah, I guess that will determine, but I'm, I, I have been leaning towards an aged parchment or a mint type and thing type thing either way uh but however that leads us to the next very important question which is pickups what now do do about that? now i i went through kind of the aesthetic things i feel like this is definitely your forte but the, you know it is it may be but at the same at the same time it's like you have to fit it into what the body is right mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. will i don't know like will humbuckers which are obviously the thing I just usually use most. Right. Will those make sense on a Marauder body? I don't know. Maybe I usually you see like the sort of those like split almost I like think they're single coils P, and they're P style they're single like coil splits. A bit. Yeah, um, they're like they're. It's just basically the same thing as a the P P base pickup, but just electric it, guitar. I mean, you'll be able to like speak that. to this a little more because you know, as far as the and I think we were talking about this on text, but like as far as the. How you hit a 12 string is different than how you approach, it is. you know, a yeah. six string. So the the pickups will affect that, you know, like a muddier pickup. I would assume you would have a muddier tone 
Or is it? Or is it not? Well, that way? the thing with the twelve string is part of it is that we're we're talking about some uncharted territory here, yeah. uncharted waters, because really there just aren't many examples to try against. And usually, when you see these types of conversions or twelve strings, it's right. usually with like Jazzmaster pickups or something single, very single coily. But well, I, I know just that generally, the, I know. I don't that know. The, I just like humbuckers, man, and they're they're very chimey guitars. So I'm thinking, you know, twelve strings have so much brightness. Anyways, it wouldn't hurt to have something to kind of keep that in check. So doesn't Fender already do a twelve string with? I think they're like split coils. They're like P bass pickups almost. They're like, they're the, like yeah, those split pickups. ones I was just talking about. Um, yeah, which I've never used the new ones. Also, I feel like I've if used you're the doing old a ones. Build, you're gonna want to go a little original with this shit. I'm thinking the reason that I'm thinking humbuckers in both positions, and we're talking is that two. There's guaranteed there's gonna be two pickups. There's two. Pick. Yeah, I'm not gonna do three. I can't get along with. No that as much as I prefer the look. I think the reason I other reason I would want to do humbuckers is because if I decide to want to change the pickups in the future, then I don't have to like route shit out and there's right. already space. Um I because like if I just went with a single coil, then you know, of course, then I would have to do some, well, some it, pool route. It really is one of those things where you, you don't know until you have the guitar how it's gonna sound in a way. Yeah. You know? Um I know. You know, there's talk of the TV Jones pickups, which are pretty cool. We did um, talk about that. I, th- I was almost thinking like PAF style in the bridge and then maybe something like a TV Jones DeArmond style. In I was going to say maybe some dude, you can buy vintage DeArmonds for not a bad price. Like I used to sell those things. When I, when you I can. Those are t- those can be finicky, though, because sometimes they're, they're really microphonic. Yeah. Mine were. Uh, <laughs> right. And and that's kind of a vibe and a sound, but I think I would rather, because in my mind, this is, like to your point earlier about not playing a whole set with this or something, mm-hmm. this is very much sort of like a, a cool studio tool that I'm going to use for recording yeah. all the time. So my instinct like, goes, I want it to be flexible. My and instinct real, like, goes just like shit. PAF humbuckers is my instinct. Just like go for it. You know, it'll sound That's great. That's just what I, I put in everything, you know? I know. How about like P90s or something? I could do, you know what? I could I could do some like coil splits. Like I could do I could do that kind of thing to like be able to get the single coil sound out of the out of the humbucker. Would it be weird to do like some, uh, like if you found some used like Rickenbacker pickups? Some like toaster tops? Yeah, toasties. Oh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's the, the world is our oyster. I, I'm, I, I, I'm tempted to, to go super weird like that, especially because I just watched this long Dweezil Zappa Gibson TV thing where he showed <laughs> all the crazy shit that he's done to all his guitars. Yeah. But at the same time, like I, I'm saying, like, I want this to be like a functional useful thing so i want to make sure that i put stuff in there that i w- w- that is applicable to the type of music that i, I make right. and record so right. yeah i don't know i i'm i am I, originally when i was sort of working through this build in my brain I, I had i had explored the idea of doing that like dual tv jones thing it turns out a lot of them don't have four conductor unless you buy like custom ones from lawler they don't have four conductor connections oh, so okay. you can't do coil split right, coil unless split. it has four conductor you can like there's a way to sort of add that in, mm-hmm. but it's not, yeah. Usually you have to wind the pickup with that in mind first. So um, that is the other thing is that I will need to make sure that they're, mm-hmm. if I'm going to do humbuckers, I need them to be for, be for conductor because I, I do want to, at the, at, the, at least the neck pickup, be able to split that into a single coil. Yeah. It, it would be, I mean, you might as well, you you know, you're doing the build. So. All right. So I think we've kind of got the idea with Anything, the pickups oh, here. Last, uh, last though is the electronics I want to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, should I just do single volume, single tone? Should I do individual? Like, what what would you do? Get, on throw that? some switches in there, bro. <laughs> Get switchy about Get some, it. Like, well, uh, if you're Jaguar if you're gonna style. do a Marauder, I mean, yeah. that has like that the opportunity to do those kinds of things. I would definitely not do the standard, you know, old school rhythm circuit thing because I just never liked oh, that. What sound. was the one that um our former guest uh, Carlos Lopez built that had a um, delay circuit? In the electronics, he did it for the guy oh, in Delta right. Spirit. I think was yeah, the band. Yeah, yeah. Bro. I could, I could throw an effect in there. Just be dude, like, could, yeah, oh you've my done god, it once no, before. dude. Toss it harmonic, in there. harmonic percolator. <laughs> throw a it, fucking dude, HP it. circuit. I have do extra it. circuit boards. Throw an HP circuit in there. It's only two knobs, man. It's two that, knobs, bro. Can you imagine on a fucking twelve string having a harmonic percolator oh, built in? That might be rah, the vibe. Rah, rah. No, actually, maybe a phaser would be cool. I think we were talking phasers last week, and uh, we were talking I'm phasers really last week. into it, man. I, dude, oh, I love man. this, dude. I'm I'm really excited for you. 
I, uh, I'm really glad that we're doing this. I also uh, night night foolishly was thinking in a naive matter that we would be able to in this like 20 minute, 25 minute discussion, totally nail it all down. And and while I do feel like we have made some progress, I don't feel like I have exactly like these are the pickups that well, I'm what, going uh, to buy. You know, you've asked my opinion on things. I mean, yeah. what, what do you think? Like, what is you know? Let's just if we all the same. It all I'm up, thinking wrapped it all Marauder up. body twelve. We got the villager neck paint. <sighs> Shell pink, real relic, maybe over something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pickups, two humbuckers, I'm thinking. Something that I can split at least the, the bridge I or like the neck. It. I think that's a really good option. Pick guard. You already have a... Probably probably the mint, I think. I like the mint. I'm, I'm a big fan of the mint. Yeah. I mean, I like the right kind of tort if it's done right. And I mean, I don't know, like... Shout out to Spitfire, you know, if they could Spitfire do something custom. Right, they do it right. They're, as far as I'm concerned, and I look at a lot of pick cards, they're the only company that does it right. <laughs> Dude, I think I sent it to you when I was originally kind of talking about this with you a couple days ago, and I was thinking about maybe doing the offset thing. It got me yeah. searching on Reverb, and I sure. found some custom Marauder pick cards. <laughs> there was oh. one I sent you that was just covered in pot Was that the pot leaf one? Yeah, dude. Uh, which is really funny, but... Uh, you should definitely... Yeah. I mean, you know, you do like to smoke the, uh, the devil's... Uh, the devil's devil's cabbage yeah there it is yeah uh yeah i wouldn't do that to that guitar but it did make me laugh quite a bit if i think if i ever got like a really ridiculous flying v then i would do a pot leaf pickguard on that i love it man all right so marauder 12 string oh you said uh yeah pinko pink over something you already have a bridge i've got the bridge already uh they i I did a lot of research on that Mm -hmm. the the goto are you gonna go uh string through is it not string? That's through, a thing. Right? W- that's a thing with those twelve string. Uh, is they have to be six are string through okay. six. Six are top loader. That's because, right. Six and six. Yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta put those things somewhere, which is actually interesting. Now I think about, it. I've never bought electric twelve string strings before. Yeah, are they just literally this? It's like two packs of regular strings, or is it? No, it's. Um, are the, they actually different uh, gauges? Up to the usually it depends on the on the set, but up usually up to the b string they're different like uh, it's an octave higher and then the b and e are usually the exact same oh, wow. as the uh, I did not regular know that. yeah I just assume so that's they how you were get all those. the same no it's it, you'll if you ever play you'll notice that like the on the low e string it'll be a wound string and then one of them will be unwound and that's just a, an e an octave higher okay yeah I'm, but they're still really fun to tune i'm trying to think too like if you do the marauder with the pick card are you going to get the um like the control plate and all the the chrome, I don't the chrome know. is I on think, there. I, I don't, maybe because I've seen different ones that have like three, two or three. Yeah. I kind of definitely want like at least the one for the um, you know volume tone output. Right. Um, not sure. Maybe it depends. I guess if we decide to go crazy and throw like a harmonic percolator or something in there, then I would need to. You know, <laughs> yeah, ex- just route the hell out of the inside of it. Oh man! Now, I've, now that I've got that in my brain, I kind of feel like that has to happen. I mean, look, you only get one shot. Right, it's like Eminem one opportunity. Said. Yeah, and uh, mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. You know, you, if you don't mom spaghetti this thing, I'm gonna be kind of disappointed. You know, dude. Really maybe like. I should get a mom spaghetti pick card. <laughs> oh man, well, I'm excited for you, dude. I'm excited too, man. I gotta gotta start buying some uh, stuff like pickups and stuff to go with it. But I'm I'm super stoked. So we'll definitely keep the world abreast of updates on this because uh, you know. I oh, just can't wait to this is, get this, this is shit huge, in motion. Huge but you know how it is with any kind of custom stuff like this. It's you know it's just going to take a while because it's not yeah. like you can snap your fingers and have it happen overnight. Yeah, except in your mind is the only. Except way. in my mind, but I think I'm going to have my first pink guitar, man. I think I'm very excited. Wow, about you're that. really going to do the pink? I you know I like it, it, man. I mean you're a you're a tall man of stature. I think uh, <laughs> a pink guitar will suit you. Now you know I. I'd go for the matching headstock, but you know if you don't have to do it's that, it's still on the table. It's on the I'm table. Gonna, I'm going to I'm going to ruminate on it, and I'm going to, to discuss it. Maybe ask, with ask the, builder. the expert, yeah, the builder exactly, and see what they think about it. Awesome, so, dude. Dude, thanks for uh, thanks for humoring me and uh, talking through my my oh, dream dude. build with you. Thanks for letting me air it out today earlier yeah. with the uh, oh yeah anytime the thing that I almost bought and didn't buy. Um, still could, still could actually. But, oh my uh, buddy, that was yeah, a fucking good one. That was a solid one, man. Um, Have yourself a wonderful uh, Friday and uh, right. rest of your weekend, and uh, you know, keep it real, bud.